Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Amberman. Today, LinkedIn's cybersecurity guru joins us. There are national security issues, because if you look at, at our competitors around the world, particularly China, who just invested $2.1 billion in an artificial intelligence park, and you look at the rest of the world working in supercomputing and other things, the United States cannot afford to be lax, particularly when it comes to national security preparedness. Our next guest was recently named by LinkedIn as one of the top five people to follow on cybersecurity issues among their 500 million members. And he was also just selected as LinkedIn to be an advisor on cybersecurity and emerging technology issues. And we're lucky enough to have him here in the studio is Chuck Brooks of Brooks Consulting. Chuck, thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. It's a pleasure. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you here in the studio, and I do follow you, and your content's terrific. And because of that, I wanted to get you in the studio early in the new year. Let's talk about... Some of the things that you're seeing from your standpoint as, as a technology expert, what are we seeing? Let's start with the government sector in 2018. How are you feeling about it? Do you think it's healthy? Is it going to be a good year? Um, I think it, it's going to be a good year. I mean, there's there's some uh, um, issues that might impede that, one being the, the, the issue with the budget. But however, I think with the spending now, particularly in, in the defense and national security areas, there'll be a lot of innovation spending. Uh, there'll lot of be a, a lot of potential for uh, new employment. And I think so, uh, not as much on the domestic side, but uh, there will be spending there too. I think they're using a private sector model, which is good uh, for a lot of the companies that are in this area um, that want to share their expertise and, and, and work on uh, best practices that they're familiar with on the commercial side. So I think it's, it could be a pretty good year, and it seems to be right now that the stock market is reflecting that. Well, yes, the stock market's reflecting many things, yes. and uh, so is Bitcoin, and uh, it we definitely entered a period of exuberance, that is for sure. You said private sector. That struck me. What do you mean by that, the government buying or acting like a private sector? Well, I think government has traditionally been way behind on, on procurement issues, and, and recently enactment of legislation for modernization has taken place, and they're trying to replace a lot of the legacy systems, IT systems. But and under the last administration, particularly under the Obama administration, now under this administration, which share this sort of the same viewpoint, they're using the the expertise, particularly uh, in the, the digital world, uh, from the Googles and Microsofts and others, and and they're they're having an impact on how government conducts business. And and part of this is is sort of is upgrading these legacy systems, but also looking at new areas of opportunities with blockchain on ledgers and the Treasury Department, uh, looking at potential artificial intelligence applications in government for. For for an analytics and for predictive analytics especially, and in cybersecurity uh, is, is probably the biggest area I think where there's a lot of expertise on the outside that has not been developed necessarily on the inside or or may have been developed and not shared. So I think uh, uh, those areas are certainly areas of growth for the government. So even with the change in administration, which can often slow things down as people learn about their new roles, being with the change in administration or perhaps some of the sideshows we've seen around this president acting different from the last one and in their PR role. From the standpoint of acquiring technology, the innovation efforts the Obama administration maintained in place, and have it, can you do expand that? Um, yeah, I think they've remained in place. Uh, you know, I think the policies are, are really run by professionals in these sub-agencies and agencies. And, and they're looking at basically with, with uh, more austere budgets and getting more bang for the buck. And that, that relies on sort of uh, using new technologies and uh, testing new technologies and building faster prototypes. And and that was all started on Obama and now still continuing under uh, Trump. So things like the cloud, artificial intelligence, blockchain, and other things, cybersecurity, all the things you mentioned, they're going to find their way more and more into the government. Yeah, not only that, there are national security issues. Because if you mm -hmm. look at, at our, our competitors around the world, particularly China, 
who just invested $2.1 billion in an artificial intelligence park, and you look at the rest of the world working in supercomputing and other things, the United States cannot afford to be lax, particularly when it comes to national security preparedness. So if they don't work in this new emerging technology areas, uh, the United States is going to be left behind. Plus, I think that some of the, the basic areas were, you know, such as, as robotic process automation, where they're automating a lot of the, the back office functions of government, it just make common sense. So this region has traditionally been looked at as a region that's really, really good at integrating technologies and providing them in a service model. Other parts of the country, like Silicon Valley or Austin or Boston, are seen more as delivering technology as a product. How do you think our regions can figure to take advantage of these trends? Yeah. Well, I think I think that that trend has been changing over the last few years. I think there's a lot more innovation clusters and, and VC money now in this area, uh, primarily because they've they've recognized as talent in outside, inside DoD, NSA, and a lot of the other agencies tends to stay in this area. They go and work for uh, you know the Beltway companies, or they go off and do their own thing academically. But there's a lot of talent that sort of matches Silicon Valley's talent over here, and I think that the Government started recognizing it, and there's much many more uh, opportunities that are evolving because of that. I certainly saw this recently. I worked with the Greater Washington Partnership, McKenzie. We looked at the cybersecurity uh, talent base, and you're absolutely right. The talent here is exceptional. We have a real interesting challenge insofar as that we have a brain drain, you know, still. <laughs> yes. you know, we, we A lot of the folks that go to Silicon Valley and elsewhere in areas like cybersecurity really develop their chops here. So you talk about the VC industry. What else do we need or are we lacking here to really uh, jumpstart or continue to accelerate entrepreneurial behavior around these emerging technologies? Well, I think we've, since we've both, we have Maryland and Baltimore and Virginia and Richmond and, 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 these, and of course, Washington, D.C., I think what is needed is probably more of a, a focus on R&D. Uh, we have these natural uh, you know, areas of R&D at DARPA, SARPA, IARPA and government, and they need to be cultivated. And uh, I think that's one of the areas. But I, I think also it's, it's, it's uh, sort of a perception issue. Uh, once more of the country and most of the international community recognizes that a lot of decisions are made now in Washington and procurement comes out of Washington, it makes sense to be nearby. And there's certainly a lot of opportunities and capabilities here. Yeah, we kid around from, from time to time about Al Gore inventing the Internet. But the reality is, is everything that matters on the cell phone and most of the technology you take for granted today came out of federal R&D. It did. Done here in this region. Chuck, last thing before I let you go. What's the big technology area that you don't think is getting enough attention now that's really going to explode into people's consciousness in 2018 the way, say, Bitcoin did in 2017? Yeah. Well, I'd have to say probably the, the Internet of Things. I mean, it, it's been talked about. It's there. There's $50 billion, of, 50 billion connected devices now. And it's just happening so exponentially that people aren't prepared for it. And that leads to a huge cybersecurity issue because of all the different uh, manufacturers and, and, the, and the different regulators that deal with these these connectivities. So I think we're going to run into some huge issues of cybersecurity, and uh, and that's going to be in government and the private sector in the next year. So if people want to take advantage of your LinkedIn uh, expertise or elsewhere, where do they follow you now? Uh, definitely follow me on LinkedIn, and you can follow me on Twitter at Chuck D. Brooks. And also my, my new uh, uh, company, which I formed uh, uh, recently, Brooks Consulting International, uh, focusing on uh, emerging technology and cybersecurity. Uh, you can visit my website. Another example, folks, of an entrepreneur who was working hard for other companies realized he just needed to start his own business. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think that's part of the, the Washington experience. Yeah, absolutely. Chuck, thanks for joining us. We'll have you on again soon. Thank you so much.
Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>